Hello, I want to talk to you a little bit today about my spiritual struggles. What's been happening in the world both personally and in the world as a whole? It seems I'm always at war with one or the other and constant warfare takes its toll. On one side I have the war then my external environment. My stance is in having the Christian perspective about what the Bible says concerning this world. If you live by the word of God you will certainly become the enemy of society. Jesus comes not to bring peace and I think a lot of people forget that. Let's look at Matthew 10 verses 34 to 39. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, a man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. It means that we are ambassadors for Christ and we are to show love, mercy, and compassion but if it comes down to either standing by what God says or agreeing with the world. We chose God every time even if it looks like hate. It's never easy to go against family or friend that demands you to be politically correct. It is sometimes hard to find that balance. As in James 4 verse 4. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. There's also my inward struggles. I remember an old Indian story where grandfather is with his two grandkids. He's telling them that their two wolves live inside me. A good wolf and a bad wolf. The good wolf loves things that are pure and right, he loves to give and is very generous and then there is the bad wolf. It is full of anger, hatred, and everything vile and evil. The grandfather says these two wolves fight inside me day and night. The grandson then asks what wolf wins grandfather? The grandfather replies. The one that I feed. That has always stuck with me. It speaks to the duality of man that Paul speaks of in Romans 7 verse 25. Thanks be to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. Of course Paul speaks of the old sinful nature being the bad wolf versus the mind in obeying God, the good wolf. One way I can tell what wolf I've been feeding is by the type of music I listen to. When I'm tired, angry and depressed I have a tendency to listen to more heavy metal with angry overtones. When I'm calm and relaxed I lean more towards uplifting pop music or maybe even some classical. I think it's too easy for me to feed the bad wolf, especially with all the crazy stuff seen in today's society. It's hard not to get angry about the political ungodly climate. It's interesting that people claim that religion is the biggest divider of man but I'm convinced it's politics. People are quick to point out all the wars started by religion but I've seen more started by politics. Think about it, you can walk down the street advertising your religion and you might get a snotty comment but walk down the street wearing something political and people can turn violent on you. We need to be careful about that, in a spiritual sense, because we're told to love everybody. Getting upset about these things should be driving us to our knees in prayer instead of just driving us to the street saber rattling.
I'm not saying that it's not okay to be political but keep in mind that we are here as Christ's ambassadors. That is our first priority, it is the cause of Christ and everything else is secondary. I just need to learn to feed that good wolf by concentrating on the blessings. God told people to be full of praise and he told people to this under extreme persecution. But how can anyone being happy under extreme persecution be even remotely possible? The reality I think we see life in our limited perspective but God sees the whole picture. Life here is a blink of an eye but eternity is forever. As Paul wrote in Philippians 1 verse 21. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Personally I know I'm not happy without God. Nothing else makes me happy unless I'm focused on the Almighty. Without Him I am an angry person. They say worrying is paying interest on troubles that may never come due. I find worrying about things just rob me of my peace. I have spent countless hours angry and worried over stuff that will never come to pass. I've caught myself so many times doing this and being in a bad mood for days. I watch the news clips on YouTube and read different political articles and fumigate over things I have no control over and many times are spent to cause anxiety and fear. A total waste of time and energy. I dream of the good old days but in reality they were never really that good. The problem is when I focus on the things of this world I'll just get depressed, angry, frustrated, and anxious. It turns my quality of life into a hellish torrent of self-torture. Being angry all the time is just miserable for me and everyone stuck around me. Feeding the bad wolf becomes a way of life. But why be upset? Why give the darkness power? I'm just robbing myself of blessings. The Bible says over a 365 times do not fear. Did you know that anger is a cover emotion? It covers up things like fear and sadness. I pride myself on knowing myself very well. But even though I know myself, I still fall into bad habits of self-destructive behaviors when I'm not at peace. I need to work on being centered on God every day. I know that when I don't feel His presence it's not because He has walked away from me but me focusing on feeding the bad wolf. The conclusion is in order to be at peace in this life I must prayerfully submit everything, including forgiving my enemies, to God. What does forgive of your enemies have to do with it? Forgiveness is not an easy task. As they say, easier said than done. True forgiveness really isn't about your enemy as much as it's about you. Forgiving them is about not letting them have your peace anymore and to take that power they have over you away from them. What power? That power to make you angry all day. The power of living in your head and stealing your peace and joy. Interestingly though, I find that the one person I need to forgive the most is myself. I'm my most harshest critic. What I can easily forgive others for, I find almost impossible to forgive myself on. When I can forgive I eventually find out that my enemies weren't happy either and that they've had their peace robbed from them. The problem with all this is that it perpetuates. I believe that it's because of this perpetuation that there is so much hurt and pain in this world. Only God can help this lost and sad world. There's a lie out there that says each man lives unto himself. Have you ever heard do whatever you will as long as it harms no one else? Do you know where that comes from? That comes from the Satanic Bible. The truth is that we live in a society and what we say and do in our society affect other people. The Bible says in Romans 14 verse 7. For none of us liveth to himself, 
and no man dieth to himself. Everything we do has an impact, good or bad, on those around us. Either we are a positive force or another brick in the wall that people put up to protect themselves. I want to be a positive force. My goal is to leave this world a little better place but I know this will only happen if I can stop being so egocentric and put God first. I found another big lie, that is a concept of deserve. Like Clint Eastwood's character William Money said in Unforgiven, deserve has nothing to do with it. We are all fallen from grace and all we deserve is hell. I know that knowing my place and knowing that all good things are gifts from God instead those things that are owed to me for being such a great person helps put me in a good state of mind. I heard once that the reason why people get so angry sometimes is because they feel that their worth is taken away or in question. It's like an object you make to sell at a bazaar. You put a price on that object you labored over and someone comes by and tells you that it's not worth what you're asking. That's fine but what you value did at is what the price is. That is the creator's prerogative, they set the price. I tell you this because we are all loved children of God bought by his precious blood. That our worth comes only from him, our creator. He said that we were worth dying for and no one can take that away from us. Only you can throw that away with a lack of repentance and a closed heart to our Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless us all and may we all be thankful to him for our lives. Thank you for listening and if you like this please subscribe and consider liking my Facebook page and joining my group Jesus Answers Prayer.